back with Lindsay again. This is her second time, I believe, third, something like that. Second, definitely, yeah. It's yeah. like part two after being settled in. Yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> like, how is that? How's that going, the settling? Yeah, well, so I, I just moved to Los Angeles from New Hampshire, and the last time I talked to Brandon, I was in an Airbnb for, ended up being there for, I think, three weeks before I found a place. So my boyfriend and I finally found a place over in Mar Vista. So we actually got to find a really nice area. There's like a Whole Foods next door. So, you know, it's like pretty decent. And <laughs> we're settling in very well. It's been a lot of I guess, testing things, self-discovery, trying to figure out a good schedule, get in a good groove. We have to jive with each other. So it's been it's definitely already been a journey. <laughs> yeah, what is that like? Like, you know, moving across the country pretty much and going somewhere where, like, everybody, like, goes to? It's kind of the best way I think about it or can describe it is it's like, especially when you're tra also transitioning in a phase of life, it's not like you're just, it's not like you're working for a company and then they move you. Because then you still have that company. You still have, like, that identity through whatever you're doing. It's like your whole identity and past life is getting erased. And your your identity or your, the way you view yourself is getting erased. And you kind of have to rewrite that story is how it feels. So going from a very comfortable state, like being in college, having that schedule, and then Right, right when you graduate to like rip yourself from that environment is essentially like you're erasing who you were on purpose. Was it scary? Like, was it nerve wracking? Like just, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that it was nerve wracking because we had built it up for so long and it was like a year and a half really of before when we started saying like, Oh, well, when I graduate, like we're going to both pick up and move. It wasn't, I think it would be a lot more nerve wracking if you say like quit your job and was like, all right, I'm going to go cross country and start a new life. We kind of had this premeditated plan for like a year and a half. And then from six months out, we started actually planning it and we didn't have a, we didn't have that, the apartment figured out cause that got pulled out from under us, but we had already, we scheduled the first visit so like that's number one thing I recommend is like visit where you're going first unless you just are that type of person that's just like get up and go but visit that place that gets you more comfortable scoping out areas um, really figuring out what you like and don't like so we toured like I don't know if we you and I discussed this but we toured like 12 different locations to try to find an apartment that we felt like I guess it had to have good vibes. It had to have, like, like, I wanted specifics. I wanted natural light. I wanted windows. I wanted a nice kitchen. Like, those were my things. And then Brian had his own. So we just went from place to place to place and did not settle for less than something that met all of our, our needs and a couple of our wants, if that makes sense. And once you found that place, was it, like, like, oh, cool. Like, we can stay here now. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, for me, for me, thankfully, I have Brian. But 
for me, I we we came in and I was like, okay, this is this is nice. This feels good. This feels right. And then I started like second guessing myself and second guessing where we were staying. And I was like, oh no, what if this isn't the right place? We have to stay here for a year. And <laughs> like kind of freaking out but then uh, Brian was like no this is exactly what we want it's exactly what we need for the next year and it will certainly do us do us well to stay here especially knowing like the area is really good we are really close to Gold's Gym which is where we're training we is train that, at the Mecca every day so oh the, 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 the I've been to that one that one's pretty cool that's the one with Have the famous you? wall is that the wall Yes. Yes. Yep. The, 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 I'm always the like green, I, the green wall. Yeah, I always say like one day I'm just gonna go in there and paint it, just because. Oh no. I know people were like, "What?" It's like it no. looks so bad, but it's like it has character. I think that's what it does. People it does. Tell me. It's that people recognize that. Yeah, I think that's interesting that's about that place. But well, there's so many good the, places there. Like there go. are, there are, but nothing compares. Mm, like the. We've been to the only one that we actually, now that I think about it, we were supposed to do that this week. We wanted to go to Zoo Culture, so Bradley Martin's new gym. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of that. What about Barbell? Have you been to Barbell? I haven't been to Barbell. I do want to go to Barbell, but there, I've heard interesting. I've I haven't heard a good review of it yet, other than from influencers and other people out here. But I'm very curious. It's like I don't know. It's it's all about atmosphere. The difference between Gold's is awesome because it has an endless amount of equipment, but it's also the atmosphere. Everybody around you is working really hard. Everybody is, I don't know, full of life. Like, you walk in and it's just, like, everybody that comes to visit that we take there is has said, like, it's just, like, pure motivation when you walk into a place like that. The energy is just so high right. around you, and it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I mean, most of the competitors, I mean, like athletes that's like where they all go like it's it's just like a culture thing right there but yeah i don't know i just feel like there's so many gyms especially la i mean like you have you can have your pickings like you really can there's never a shortage we went to uh and then if you go anywhere outside of la like we went down to san diego and there was world's gym is there so that was a completely different atmosphere. That's like hard. You'd think that like Gold's Gym would be hardcore people. It's not really. It's like 85% normal people who just like to go to the gym and maybe like 15% very athletic bodybuilder type athletes and whatnot. <laughs> but um, World's Gym is just like hardcore people who train very intensely. Yeah. Like everybody. <laughs> Yeah, what was that like? Like, I mean, like, that's... That's, that's kind of like... One of those what? Like, is it, like, just really... Like, it's all about focusing on training there? Like, how is it? Yeah, it was... Honestly, it was not my jam. It was not my jam. Was it too I, intense? I, I felt yeah. that before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm... If you see any... If any of you guys end up finding me on YouTube or Instagram, my at Bomb is my instagram but uh i am very intense when i train like when i train i'm there to basically destroy my body (laughs) is the only way that i put it or can observe it in myself because that's like i go in there with a purpose and i'm not there to like kind of mess around but i'm also there like between sets if you want to say hi or like have a quick sentence like between us like i'm all about that let's bring out the good vibes like dance a little bit and have a good time but 
World's Gym was just like, bah, like hardcore. It was not my it was not my gym just because the the other females that were there were all very uh, like not just intense but also like nose up. I'm not going to talk to you because you're another female type thing. Like there wasn't like it, like you couldn't just go up to someone and say hi. Right. It was just that that was kind of the atmosphere. So it was just very closed off, um, very intense. I mean, my friends that live there love it. They're like, oh, this is like the best atmosphere ever. But I was just like, ugh, it's not my like I want to have a good time. I want to be intense, but I want to have a good time. You know? Yeah. There's a balance. And have you been competing anymore, or like, what, how's that going? Yeah, so I've been I've been in prep for seventeen weeks, which is an awkward number. But we're gonna be at I think it's gonna be a total of eighteen weeks, maybe nineteen. I compete next week, so you got you caught me at a good time. I compete in Miami next weekend for nationals for the NPC. Yeah. So how 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 do you feel like how has this kind of camp been going or this prep, you know? It's been it's I think about the phases of it now that I'm kind of at the, I'm at the end. I feel really really good about where I'm at. I've been absolutely just working my face off on myself. I my body's changed so much. Um I didn't have a lot of weight to lose, but it was a lot of changes mentally to go through. Between, because like right when we got here, before we even had an apartment, we started, Brian and I both, but I started prepping. So diet on point, eating the same thing every day, which isn't always necessary, but in my case, it's what I do with my coach. Um, Going to train every day towards the middle, it started to become more of twice a day because that was easier um, time-wise. Now I'm at the point where I train five hours a day and have been for the past couple, probably the past month or so just very focused um, but everything around me has been shifting so much so in a way it was what's been grounding me per se because I know what I'm going to eat every day I know that I'm going to train every day so even if like business is changing clients are changing uh, Brian and I are working on new projects like I know that that's something that's been consistent or and I think that's actually been arguably it's been very helpful Um, Even though it's been a huge challenge, uh, definitely, (laughs) especially towards the beginning, just trying to adjust to the new environment and everything. It's it's been intense, but it's been very focused and very, very productive, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm 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 stoked. (laughs) I'm really excited. Yeah. And there's like, have you done gone to any events or anything? I mean, like, LA has so many things that they do. Oh, I know. There's so much to do here. It's amazing. Especially coming from, like, hick, middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. It's, there's, and uh, we haven't taken advantage of, of as many things, which is the only downside, I think, to prepping, or one of the downsides, because there's so much good food. There's so many cool events, but... To travel to them takes finding a gym in the area, bringing all of our food, et cetera, et cetera. So we haven't gotten to experience as much as we want to, but we did go to the Olympia mm-hmm. for the weekend in Vegas. That was insane, just poorly planned, but <laughs> it's still fun. Um, so we went to the, that expo. We went to um, the LA Fall Fitness Festival, or Orange County, I'm sorry. 
uh, Fall Fitness Festival put on by Jeremy Bundia, which was super fun. And that was like, I don't know, not too far, maybe 45 minutes or so. Um, we've been to, what else have we done? I know we've, we've just tried to travel around and see different, different areas like Hermosa Beach and Manhattan Beach are completely different from Venice, are completely different from Santa Monica. And so we've been trying to like hop around those different sites as well to just get different feels for different areas. And it's really cool. We've been down to San Diego too. Everywhere that you go is like a completely different world here. Even if it's like that close, like Santa Monica and Venice are like five minutes apart, but they're completely different worlds. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's crazy because there's so many like it's sub. I don't know what to call them because it's like subsections, you know. Yeah. And it's like this is that this you know, I mean, and there's like, so many it's beaches. Like New York. So many beaches, it's ridiculous. This is true, and they all are. They're all so different. There's some that are more of like surfer laid back feeling. Some are more. Like Venice is very, uh, we'll call it artsy. It's a little, a little messy, but artsy. Like so, there's lots of street performers. Um, Hermosa Beach, down south, is more of like young, fun, touristy. They have a really nice pier, really clean, nice boardwalk, and like really cool restaurants and shops. Um, Manhattan Beach is super uppity, very, very. Uh, I guess uppity is just the best way to put it. It's just very, very fancy. So that one, that's cool as well. But yeah, other stuff we've gone to, we've been trying to go out to, like, we haven't been to Universal yet, so that's on the list. Disneyland is on the list. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I've never been there. Never been to Disney. And where else? We have been trying to go to, like, our friends or a couple of our friends are in like a band so they play at different locations so we've tried to go to different places in hollywood to watch them play Uh, and we went we've gone to different places like there's like a sky zone that we went to yesterday we rented segways yesterday just so much stuff that you can do it's endless yeah it's and there's so much i mean like the amount of people in the amount like how how has the traffic been for you just i want to know Oh, yeah, that's it. And I'll tell the most expected answer. It's terrible, but (laughs) it's not terrible unless like there's there's two major highways like the 405 and and the 10. And if you have to go anywhere on either of those at any point after 6 a.m. or before between 6 a.m. and and 8 p.m., you're pretty much kind of screwed <laughs> it takes forever but um it's really not bad for us because we we are right on the probably like five no that's not true 10 minutes from the water so we don't have to get on the highway to go really anywhere except for if we want to travel farther away up north or south or inland towards la like downtown la then that takes forever and we have to deal with traffic. But anywhere, like if we need to go to Gold's, we don't need to get on the highway. If we need to go to the grocery store, we don't need to get on the highway. Coffee shops where we do our work uh, for our clients and everything, that none of that is a highway trip away. So it, the traffic is not at nearly as bad, but I, can, I cannot imagine commuting at all. <laughs> it sucks so much. Yeah, yeah. But the, the traffic's not bad. 
parking is something that I did not expect to be this bad. What do you mean by that? Is it because you're not used to the way city parking works? Yeah, so there's there's just, like, you got to tack on, like, a solid 30 minutes to find parking if you're going anywhere that's not, uh, that's busy. Like, if it's not somewhere, if it's not a place that has a destined parking lot, you got to lot so much extra time to find parking. Because it's all street parking for the most part, or if you park in a lot, it's like $15 to park for an hour. Yeah, so you kind of, if you don't find street parking, it's like, well... You're either walking really, really far or you're paying. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 definitely adjust an adjustment, but it's these are such minor things, you know. Like to be able to be in this environment, this weather around these types of people, learning this much is absolutely worth it. Yeah, so what is like the most enjoyable part? Is it the people? Is it is it the area? Like what is it? I'd have to probably for me, the weather. The weather, yeah. Usually. The the weather and it's well, we'll go. There's two things. So weather, yes, it's like 75. The coldest it gets is 65, but the 75 and sunny every day. Yeah, that's perfect. Nice and nice and breezy because we're by the water. Yeah, that's that's something I think California is just great at. It's just like great weather. Um, mm-hmm. Especially out, especially out west. Like, inland, it gets really, really, really hot, but out here, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is nice. The best weather ever. I I mean, like, here in Texas, it gets too hot. Texas is, yeah. I I survived a hurricane. Like, this is like... Oh, yeah, hey, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, That was was a big mess. I mean, like... Really? Are you in... Which... Are you in uh, Houston? Yes, Houston. Or Dallas? Houston. Oh, Houston, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Did your house, was your house okay? What happened? Um, We got about a couple inches in, but I got lucky because it was like a couple streets down. It was like destroyed. I mean, like 12, really? 10 to 15 feet of water in their house. So. Holy, how does that work? Because uh, you know how it's not like leveled, like, like. Okay, so you're just, you're just on a, I'm well, just a little you higher. never know. You're just on an incline. Yeah, an incline or something like that. Or maybe the drain just worked better because a lot of those drains get clogged and people True. don't check them or, you know, nothing, you know, it gets stuck or something or there's just way too much Touché. water too fast. It's crazy. Touche. Yeah. Damn, did, well, that's good. Did you watch the, that was the night, of, that was actually the, when I went to the hurricane, it was the night of the Conor McGregor fight, which I thought was. Really? Yeah, and it started flooding after, actually, while he was. While it was going, it was crazy. I don't know. That, Jeez, we we ended up not being able to watch that. Oh, that funny. was that was I don't. It was insane. Well, there was nowhere to go. I Everything, mean, every place here was closed, impact. Yeah, yeah, those it broke records and everything. So it was just like madness. Mm-hmm. Like you either watch it at home or you you can't you couldn't go out. So it was like. Mm. Yeah, you went to a party or somebody was streaming it, paid for it. Yeah, it was insane. I, I, yeah, but yeah, I told Ooh, everybody. Yeah, we won't get too deep into yeah. it. You did, you did. I predicted you said it. I, I, I told everybody this is, and he wants to do it again, which I, you know, you can only sell me out once, so it's not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? He made so they made so much money, though. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Um, and the other, you can go ahead and finish your thought. I, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but what were you saying? Mm. I was going to say the other thing that's wonderful about here is I, well, I think that whoever you are, you should hop around and try to find your atmosphere and find what, what brings, I guess, makes your heart full or makes your soul full. And I think that being, being in the atmosphere of gold's gym for me every day is like, it sounds stupid from an, an outside perspective, I think, but that gives my, me so much purpose being there. And there's like so many, every time walking in, knowing everybody, people always build you up. There's nobody, there's nobody who gives you weird looks or tears you down. It's always compliments. It's always just very, how have you been? How has your prep been? Like very supportive atmosphere and the, let alone like everybody's happy out for the most part. You don't have too many angry people, but everybody's just has this energy to them. And I think that's the greater on a deeper level than just the weather. I think that's the best part. Yeah. I think it's just an environment and the environment, the people like you mm-hmm. all have kind of same goals or y'all trying to get better. It's just like a, right. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's just always like that. And then y'all can relate. That's I think the biggest part of anything is if you can relate to someone. Right. Well, cause you wouldn't really feel like you fit like, well, a good comparison that's comparable, but definitely different is like New York city is very fast paced. Go, go, go. Everybody's trying to get better. But I feel like in New York, everybody's trying to get better, but they're also trying to suppress the other people around them or they don't care about the other people around them, like in a generic sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's I don't care. It's focus on yourself. It's hustle, 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 hustle. You know, right. It's not it's not about helping others. It's about hustling as fast as possible. So then eventually you could help someone. But that's like the mindset. Because you can't say hi with most people. I mean, I think people in New York are nice. Um, Not as nice as Mm -hmm. down south or down California. Yeah, that hospitality. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just just something that is different about that. It's crazy, though. I don't know. Absolutely. And I I think that it's, it's still everybody's grinding here, but everybody is, like, happy in their own grind or in their own groove. Like, and they support other people who are also doing that. Like, all of the, all of the quote, like, influencers or people who have a big following that I've personally met are all just so sweet and supportive and willing to give any type of advice that they, or anything that they've learned. It's all about give, 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 give. You don't, you're only taking so that you can, like, live and enjoy your own life but everything that you get is immediately turned back around and given out yeah what is that like amazing meeting people what do you mean like meeting people that are you know that you either follow or that you know something like that it's real it's really just you come to everybody loses the star factor you don't ever feel and i think it's probably different for each person's experience but when you are around people who have massive influence all the time, you just become friends and they stop feeling, they stop, you stop seeing them as stars. You start seeing them as just side by side with you. Both of you are working as hard as you can and they're just a little bit of, they're just, they've been doing it for longer. They're a little bit ahead. So what can you learn for them from them? And that's, that's really powerful because then you stop seeing people as, 
idols and you start seeing them as your equal. So, I mean, we've met, I've met Kai Green, I've met Arnold, I've met Manabuchi, Brian Acosta, which are not definitely not even in the same category as like Arnold, but <laughs> you know what I mean? And just very, very, everybody's an important person, but people who may be considered stars now, you interact with every day and then they just become people, which is, I'm very happy that that's how I view it now. Because otherwise it's just unproductive to just really so be obsessed with somebody, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I see I see your point. But like, yeah, yeah, that makes, yeah, because it's always like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, fame is such a weird thing. I just, you know, the fact that anyone listens to me just blows my mind. Like it should not, <laughs> you should not listen to anything I say, but. Uh, the, the, are, you, are you, how's your podcast? Like, is that what you mean? Like yeah. subscribers and stuff? Subscribers, people that just download or listen or, you know, even email me or say something like it's not. I don't understand it. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and of course, like, all the guests that I have, I mean, like, you know, like, the fact that you would take a time out of because time is the most valuable thing. There's no, there's nothing more Absolutely. valuable. I don't, it's the most valuable currency you have. And the fact mm -hmm. that I, I can get someone on, you know, for an hour and just talk with them and discuss what they're thinking, why they're thinking that, like, their their competition mm -hmm. their you know what they're going through it and like just interview them in a way that is different from anything else like it just blows my mind that they they even give me the time like mm. you know uh, of course you're gonna get like a couple denied 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 um or you're gonna yeah. get the like oh we're in the wrong time zone oh you know it just it's just a debacle <laughs> you know hey well i'm happy to talk to you yeah, yeah. So it's always like that to me, like, you know, and, you know, for me, those, those people just, I like, like, you know, and it's me trying to remember names now. Like, I know, like, you know, I've met so many different people. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like, oh, I got to remember that, you know, like, you know, I remember my first guest and, it, you know, it was very intimidating because I've never had a guest. So it was always like. <laughs> how am I supposed to talk to this person? I don't know anything about this person. Or like, I know very little, you know, the internet isn't the best source for information, especially on a person. Cause there's a lot of stuff. Absolutely. You, but yeah, I mean, that's why I like people with YouTube channels because I can like, I'm like, I know who you are kind of like you get, Oh yeah. Like I have some background on you. Yeah. 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 Like I can understand, you know, I agree. I agree. It makes you feel like, that's honestly, I love, like if my following never grow, grew on YouTube, which it actually has significantly since the last time I talked to you, which is awesome. But if my YouTube never grew again, I think I'd still make videos because it's such, it's such a fun time to, I don't know why. I just think it's so fun. Like informational videos, vlogging, cooking videos, anything that I can just be me in front of what it feels like. It feels like I'm just putting myself out in the open and growing as a person or like just sharing my personality with whoever wants to watch. And luckily like people watch and comment and when they do and they're like, oh, this like this was so helpful. I love this. I'm going to apply this to my day. I'm like, wow, that's awesome <laughs> that I could say something that you're going to remember.
Yeah, it's like and you're gonna take with you. You're expressing your whole story like as it goes, and you're sharing yeah. parts and bits, and it's like we. It's it's honestly strange, and people don't like. Oh, it's a normal thing now. Like everybody's a YouTuber, but then I'm like, this is still weird because you're letting people into your life. Like they'll know. Mm-hmm. Like say say one person watched every single one of your videos. They know who you yeah. are. You yep. know that's hundreds yeah. of hundreds of hours or tons of hours of you and yeah it's weird to think about it <laughs> yeah i just i'm like oh gosh you know and you know i there's like 70 hours of me talking like um right and i'm i know i said something messed up or i said something you know like because you can't right. be accountable that whole time at least with youtube you can just edit it say hey i mean you can do the podcast but people notice really quick mm. they'll be like you cut yeah, it's something supposed to be just a flow you just cut that like you know it's Mm -hmm. it's not it's not the same but that's so interesting oh funny story related to youtube so the the east coast is super behind i know anybody listening to this you if you live in the east coast you probably know this but everybody on the east coast is super behind when it comes to new things coming into society like social media at the moment that's what it is but social media like cars anything and everything that's new like west coast is always ahead and it was so funny because last night when we were at a trampoline house, there were these, we were recording, there was um, Brian, myself, and then our friend Kyle, who's an awesome videographer at Who Is Kyle Thomas. But <laughs> um, we went there and we were filming and these little kids had to be like 10 years old. So many of them came up and were like, are you a YouTuber? Are you a YouTuber? I was like, What? what and they were like oh my gosh let me go get my phone so i can subscribe i was like that's so bizarre but cool but just bizarre that these like when i was 10 i'm sure you feel the same when i was 10 i was like running outside on my bike and trying to like figure out what i was gonna do with the next hour of my life i like didn't know what youtube was i didn't watch videos unless they were music videos by like britney spears or something (laughs) So it's just crazy how much it's evolving. Yeah. And I didn't realize it from that generation. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what it is about the West Coast. It's just like they don't like, I mean, like, it's a lot easier on the um, on the East Co- or the West Coast to vlog. I mean, it's not as um, people don't say much. Like if you're vlogging right. on the, the East Coast, I mean, like people give you weird looks like, what are you doing? You yeah. know, you go into a Which store. Is- and they say, what, what, what's going on? Like, what? Yeah, know? stop recording me. Yeah. I, sh- that's, that's an interesting thing, too. Out here, you would think that everybody's a YouTuber and everybody vlogs. But that is seriously not the case. It, like, yeah. people don't, it's accepted, but people don't do it. Mm-hmm. But there's a, it's like a, it's a little bit more like, uh, well liked like people don't mind it as much i mean like right and sometimes people don't tell you they're youtubers they're just walking around you know maybe they're not videoing that at that moment um that's true so like it's like that and i mean like if you i mean there's so much talent i mean like there's there's actors actresses there's there's podcasters over there there's like it's just a a whole bunch of stuff you know yeah, bunch, this bunch, is true. Bunch of businesses, bunch of mentors, bunch of coaches, bunch of, you know, it's like an endless kind of bowl of creativity. That's just what I feel from there. Just just that 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 kind of mentality. 
I would agree. I would agree with that it is, it's more than anywhere else, but at the same time, social media makes it so that it's, you can be anywhere and be a part of this, Mm -hmm. I suppose. Like, it's great to get to talk to these people in person and learn about, I guess, everybody has, not everybody, but there's a million and five regular people, regular jobs, whatever, but I think... Being in this atmosphere is great because you can actually, like, interact. But at the same time, like, I know a lot of people who are in the Midwest who are just in the middle of nowhere, like, just being an online coach. But it also, if you're friends with them or you follow them, it feels like... They're right there. Either, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they're right there in it. Same with, like, same with YouTube. I mean, Yami Mufidi is a bodybuilding.com athlete. She vlogs and lives in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And so when I watch her vlogs, I'm like, oh, I know that road. Like I went to school there. And so it's, but she's still like has a huge following. So it's, it's really, I don't know. It's interesting. The perspective from being outside of this and then to being in it, it's very different, I guess. Yeah. That, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's something that you like, I don't know. It's it's it, it's just so bizarre. Like you know, how how social media has connected us in this weird way. I mean, like we would have never met. Like we would have never spoken. I mean. Oh, this is true. Yeah. And like you know, like a lot of things. It changed a lot of things. I mean, I don't use Facebook or anything like that. But like, there's so many different platforms. Like mm-hmm. you can express yourself on. I mean. Yeah. And it's amazing that. You know, people come to you just by like either someone says your name, like "Oh, go follow Lindsay right now." You know, she, you know, her link in yeah. the description. Like it's just like that. That's such a strange thing that you can connect people with other people. And it's true. What I find is crazy. It's like you know, most people don't think about this. Like most of the people that follow you or like listen to you are people who don't say anything. They're the silent major majority. I mean, it's like so mm. weird. Like you know. That is true. I haven't thought about that. But then I get random messages from people like, oh, I love watching your vlogs. I'm like, oh, you've never like commented or said anything. Like, just uh, watch them. You know, I've you never know? left a YouTube comment in my entire life. Really? No. What? Come on. I love I love that engagement. You got to leave a comment, leave a like. I leave a like. but I've Okay, that's com- good. That's good. I never comment because... I don't know, because, like, sometimes you just don't know what to say. I just, like, oh, I enjoyed that. Like, I I don't know. Well, okay, fair, fair. If they, if in their video, they get, if it's a, one, if it's a recent video or semi-recent. Like, I don't comment on stuff that's from, like, four years ago because it's probably not relevant in their life anymore. (laughs) They probably don't even think that way anymore. But if someone is, if I watch a recent video and somebody's, like, I challenge you to, like, say something that, or write down and reflect on something that you're going to do this week or something that you think can help somebody else. Then I comment. I'm like, okay, like da, 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 da. But unless it's a really bomb video, I usually don't comment either. Yeah. And most, I don't know. I don't know if this is something you do, but like I, from what I see, like most YouTubers I watch don't ask for comments. Like mm. it's like likes and likes and uh, subscribes. Subscribes. Yeah. Subscribe. I usually say, I usually write, which actually, now that I think about it, that's a good a good observation. I do, if I've talked about something mindset related, 
like in depth within my video, I'll say like comment below your experience with this. And on the couple videos that I have done that, people comment and write whatever I ask them to write. But otherwise, unless I unless I've said like, oh, would you like me to make a video talking about this? Please comment below. Then I usually just say like, make sure to like this video, hit subscribe if you haven't already for more content. Um, that's pretty much it though. Now that I think about it, like I usually don't prompt people to comment. What is like your intro? Is it like, hey guys, like what what, what do you do? Oh, <laughs> my intro is dependent on the video topic. I have a little, I have a little like intro edit that one of my friends did at home. That's just a compilation of like my competing career and like an, an, an edit from a run I did at like a college you know, with like stairs and everything. Um, but that's going to, that's going to change really soon. But my intro is usually just like, what's up guys. Good morning. Like, how's it going? Or something like that. And then I, I usually just, if I don't have a, like a catchy clip from the video itself, I'll just be like, what's up guys. Welcome to the vlog. Today we are doing blah, blah, blah. I want to go over this blah, blah, blah. And then I'll go into the little intro clip and then I'll start my day and just start blogging. Usually it revolves around me doing cardio, drinking coffee at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you enjoy like the editing process? What is your favorite like part of, is it the oh, gosh. video making or is editing yeah. way too much? Like it's like, uh, I, I'm so bad at editing. It takes me so long. I do not like editing videos. It takes me like, it takes me a solid like four hours to edit videos Really? <laughs> yeah. And if someone is on the rare occasion that I've filmed in the way that I want to edit and then I edit it the same day, I'll, I can get it done in like an hour, an hour and a half. But videos take me so long because usually a video that's an actual like 15 minute blog will be my day, some type of like mindset talk or something that I'm I've, that's on my mind, a gym edit where I have the clips, but I also do a voiceover and also put all the exercises in the video and then an end. So like typically, or if I do like a recipe, then that requires me to put all the text in and stuff. And I have a Dell from 2012. <laughs> so that doesn't help either, but I really, I do love the, the filming process and just talking to the camera and talking to the imaginary people behind it. <laughs> They're not imaginary. They're real people. That's the problem. Like, oh, nobody, right. nobody's listening to me. Everybody's listening. I mean, like, anyone can just, like, all of a sudden, someone could just click on your videos. Like, there's, I've seen random videos just get, like, thousands of views for no reason. Like, it was just, like, someone watched it, someone shared it, someone watched it, someone shared it. Right? Go, AKA going viral. Yeah. That's crazy. Everybody YouTubers dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know. And that's like sustaining that, like, oh my God, there's so many new people. They don't know anything about me. Like, you got to always think about the person that, that, that comes to your video and doesn't know who you are. Mm, that's something that I'm not good at either. Because a lot of people just go on with their story and they, 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 they never say, hey, oh my gosh, you know, I have, you know, 50 new subscribers that I haven't seen or whatever. True. And you're like, that's a good point. And a lot of people don't really think about that. Like, a lot of people are watching you. And sometimes they watch your old content. That's usually how they do it. But it's right. usually they're going to watch your recent video because it's the most recent and usually the best quality, the best editing because that was, you, you know, you're, you're always getting recent, better. Yeah. 
Um, that or it's whatever video is the is the catchiest. But mm-hmm. now that you say that, it's it, I do think it's really important, especially when you get a spike in subscribers, to say if you've never been if you've never been to my channel, welcome. Thank you for clicking on this video. So maybe I'll do that in my next video since I'm going to be editing after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Brandon. <laughs> so is that like the editing part? Like, have you ever had someone else do it for you? Like, try it for you? I have. I have not. I've never had somebody else edit my videos. Uh, it's always been, always been me. Mostly because I one I don't know anybody who edits videos, and two I don't know. How long did you? How long? How much do you film? Like in a like if you're gonna do a vlog for the day, how much do how you film? How much? Like how much content do I have? Like altogether? Yeah, like without any editing, what is it? Like an hour? Like thirty minutes? Um, no, I typically keep it to twenty or so, and then I usually edit it down. Um, but actually that's not true because I'll record. It's generic. I'll record really long clips and I'll with the plan to speed them up. So if you don't include that stuff, then pure content probably like 20 25 minutes but if you include like those clips that need to be sped up or cut in half then it's like probably like 40 you know what i mean yeah what about collaborations you ever do those oh yes collaborations are a whole nother ball game so out here it's kind of hard to that's one of the challenges we face is how do you get someone to quote collaborate with you when you don't have the following that they have. So it's like you kind of have to, you have to build relationships. I've made collaborations, aka I've had people train with me, but they're not people who have like YouTube channels or they maybe they do and it's very minor. Like they usually just use their YouTube to watch other people's YouTube. Um, collaborations have to happen at a moment's notice. So like, I don't know if you have, have you heard of Performix or Scott Matheson or any of that? that crowd that does like really cool uh like calisthenics tricks yeah i've seen those yeah so though like everybody trains at golds but the thing that you have to do and be excuse me ready for is if they're out there training like just filming or whatever then i'll say i'll say hey like can we do a cool trick together real quick for my instagram or something and like I've, I've granted I've already introduced myself and whatnot then they're, they're like sure or you say like can I have your opinion on this and can I record it so it's not like because when we got here everybody was like oh you need to do collaborations you need to do collaborations that's what you got to do to like gain followers or whatever but that's not something that just happens for the most part unless you have your own following does that make sense yeah, I kind of get it, but I also think people connecting people to other people is like the the method. No, totally, totally is. It's just that you can't. It's not as easy as just walking up and saying, "Hey, can we collaborate?" Today? Oh yeah, yeah, or, that's that's the most awkward thing. Like it's not, you you know. But then I also do that as well for podcasting. It's just like me sending a message or emailing or, or whatever. Well, yeah. Like the yeah, the, that's true. And that's like out of the blue kind of response. Like it's just like, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? Like how? Would well, that I work? think that's no, that's a great point. I think that with a pod, because like Brian's looking to start a podcast. I think with podcasting, it's actually a little bit easier because you already like the purpose of a podcast is very like black and white. Like you're gonna come on, we're gonna talk about shit and shoot shit, and the, that's how it's gonna go. But if you're like 
asking someone to come train with you or to come to your apartment and make food with you or to meet you at the gym at a certain time and talk about X subject. That's, that stuff is so like time, one time consuming, but also everybody has their own eating schedule. Everybody has, at least out here, everybody has their own gym regimen and training sessions. So it's like trying to find that balance, I guess, and trying to figure out like, okay, I know this person's really interested in this. Maybe I can interview them as long as I can get their ear for a little bit. So though that's something that I'm still working on personally, cause I've been in prep and obviously like I can't really, I can't really stray from the things that I have to do every day. Mm-hmm. So once I'm out of that, I'll start collaborating more and learning like say like CrossFit for a day, like go to a gym and like work with all of those people. And then we'll, that'll be a collaboration in and of itself and trying out different types of things like that or restaurants or vegan style eating or, you know what I mean? So that's a whole new, um, challenge, I guess that I will be getting into for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, what about like, do you ever do yoga, anything like that? Yeah, I do. I actually love yoga. Yoga is something that I do. I do live on my, my personal Facebook every week. So I do it basically like it's a live yoga class for people to tune into that don't either most of the people that do it with me weekly are are moms or people who don't have time to go to the gym for an hour and a half and do yoga. So I do it for 20 minutes live on my Facebook and then people can tune in, get their mats, work with me um, on Sunday mornings before they get started with their day. Great. I know what I'm doing this Sunday morning. Go ahead. <laughs> That's right. And go make a Facebook and do yoga with me. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I always find that live thing being weird. Do you use that a lot? Just yes, I. It's it's it is fantastic for. I have to actually, honestly, I have to do it more. There was one week that I challenged myself to do it every day, and just talk, and whatever came out of my mouth worked. And it's amazing because it gives you a tangible connection to people and you can see it and it's immediate. And even though it's scary and you don't know what's going to come out of your mouth and you don't know who's going to respond or if anybody's going to watch often, that's where I get the biggest spike of engagement with people because people start listening. Maybe they put it in their, their headphones or like they're making dinner and they turn it on. They hear something and they're like, Oh my gosh. Okay. No, I have a question. Like, and so they can immediately ask you right there. And then you have that that real connection with the people who maybe you didn't even know followed your journey or that found you interesting. And then I've had people, when I'm live, like share the live feed so their friends can watch me live at that moment. So it's actually really, really cool. And it's, it's very rewarding, even though it's very scary. <laughs> Every time I do it, I get so nervous. But it's awesome, especially if you can kind of just – if you can talk about something that's relevant, because a lot of people, like at least kids, like under the age of 18, if they go live, they're just recording something, like their friend playing video games or something stupid. <laughs> it's not like if you utilize your live as a way to immediately impact, and that's your goal, is to immediately impact somebody's day, then it's very powerful, very powerful tool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think live is such a strange thing because, like, you're just like, hey, all right, let's. And it's so easy now. Like, 
Facebook Live is easy, from what I understand. I mean, YouTube is not easy. Like, Mm. that is a big issue. Yeah. I think you can do it on your phone pretty easily, but, you know, if you you have, there's a lot of process with that. Right. And YouTube, I feel like YouTube, for the most part, is people going to be entertained. It's not people tuning in to check in, you know, like Facebook is for people to check in and see what everybody else is doing really quick. Like when they don't want to occupy their eyes elsewhere (laughs) or their hands elsewhere. So when somebody's live, it's like, oh, okay, like what's Lindsay doing? Mm -hmm. What's she talking about? YouTube, I'm going to watch YouTube to entertain myself for like 10, 20 minutes at a time with a specific like, I want to watch this type of video right now. It's not like a, I don't like check my YouTube, if that makes sense. Yeah, but YouTube is weird because it's like entertainment and learning based. Yes. Like you don't know how many times like I have to go to YouTube and see how to tie a tie. Um, I've seen (laughs) that video four times or five times already. Um well, he's probably got, you know, that's why that thing has like 28 million views because I've watched it over and over and over because, you know. Oh, yeah, you're, you're the million, one of the million. Yeah, because he's, he's, the fact that it's something that someone always has to learn. So someone's always going to be like, oh, I got to go watch How to Tie a Tie. And it's the first thing that comes up. So you click on it and you're like, oh, this is how you tie a tie. Which, mm, yeah. which, which I did not know he did the, I was supposed to do a different, like, there's like a double Windsor. Like, it's like, it's, like ties are complicated. I didn't even know this. Like, like you can learn so much on uh, YouTube. Like it's it's true, and most people are. And when people actually utilize that, which I think that people don't at home, you can. I don't know. You can literally learn anything from the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, you check your sources, you go back and forth. Like, you can completely educate yourself on any subject that you do not know about right now. And that's so amazing. And I don't think people realize that if I want to learn how to freaking think, fix my car or anything, I can, I can YouTube that. I can watch it over and over and over and over again until I, it's ingrained in my mind and I know how to do it. That's amazing. And you've never been able to do that in the history of society ever. Like you could go find a book, but you'd have to go to the library. You'd have to figure out which book, ask the librarian, like scan through it, read it. You maybe probably don't have any pictures or any like demonstrations, kind of try to figure it out. But now it's like you can literally mimic anything that you watch or listen to. It's amazing. <laughs> Tangent. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about like, you know, there's a lot of kids that watch or like, you know, us. I bet you there's a kid that listens to me. Like, it's not like, how do you feel about that? I'm just wondering. Like being a... I would say it makes, that's like my biggest, actually it's something my biggest goal right now is to, because I was trying to think of, I'm building my website right now, so it's like, okay, who am I? Who, what do I want people to gain from this when they see, like, me? Do I, how do I want them to get a first picture? And I think one of my biggest goals is to be a role model. Not just for, not for kids per se, for, honestly, for adults, for. For everybody? People, for everybody, for men, women. And my, my idea when somebody watches me is I want them to see my example and I want them to see that they can do it. They can do the exact same thing I do. I do not necessarily my job, not necessarily my, how often I lift or anything like that. But the fact that I can, I can control my own life. I can control my happiness. I can control what's going on around me. Everything that's within my control, I recognize. Everything that's out of my control, I also recognize. So it's, it's like you have to. I think that if you are going to use an internet presence, 
that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Be real, but also, I guess, be cognizant. And if you aren't and you just screw around, somebody else is going to see that and be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I can't do that. Or like, okay, that person is so negative. I guess I should feel that way too, like subconsciously, but I don't know. So my, when I hear what you just said, like, oh, what do you think about kids watching you? I think that that's amazing. I would love that because I want to be that role model. Like I want to take on that responsibility. And that's how I see it is as a responsibility to whoever watches or whoever listens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand. Cause like, um, you know, if, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how, how many kids listen to me, but like I know there's a, like a small percentage. But the mm-hmm. fact that there's even one kid listening to me—that's you know—that's insane. I mean, yeah. I I don't think you know I say the right things or you know it's like you know you want to be the best person you want to be, but I also know that I have w- lots of stuff to improve on, and like yeah. point that out to them, you know, because a mm-hmm. lot of people, a lot of people when they listen to people, they're like that is the best person, you know. Um, yeah, they got it all figured out. They they understand. Definitely. I mean, like, I'm I think a- it should be, I think it should be taken. I think it should be taken seriously, but not taken so seriously that you try to mold what you say. Yeah. Well, like, into what people want to hear. All right. Well, so what? Just just for everybody, where where they can find you? Blah blah blah. Yeah. So, perfect. Wrapping up. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Ragobomb. And that's spelled like it sounds, so it's like R-A-Y-G-O-B-O-M-B. You can find me on Facebook. RegoFit is my page. I try to post as much content there as I can. Um, That's also where you can find me for business services. YouTube, it's Lindsay Rego. And my real last name is just R-A-G-O. So (laughs) Lindsay Rego, R-A-G-O, is my YouTube. And I try try to post two to three times a week at the moment. So those are... My three platforms where you can find me. If you need to email me, you can find that info there as well. Okay, that that's good. All right, yeah. everybody. Thanks for listening. And yeah. um, thank you, Brandon. Yeah. And uh, hold on, I gotta shut this recording off. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>